last week on the High Motor Podcast, I asked the question, if you could attend any three college football games this season, which games would you pick? Free tickets, free travel, not to worry about time or any of that. That was a fun one, but today is going to be where the real fun begins. It's the 2019 Ultimate College Football Road Trip, and this is something that I've done each of the last four or five years. The trip is published on Herosports.com, or just scan my Twitter account, at Dowdy 88 or the podcast Twitter account, at High Motor Pod, and you'll find it there. Really quickly, next week on the High Motor Podcast, it's the predictions episode. I'm going to have Stephen Lassen from Athlon Sports. If you listen to the show long enough, he's been on a couple of times. I'm going to have him on the show run through 20, 25 predictions for the season. Uh, we're not going to run through stuff like Big Ten champs, Heisman winner, all that typical stuff that you see everywhere. There will be a couple things like that, but it'll mostly be 20, 25 different random questions. Like one of them we have on there, who is USC head coach one year from today? So hit that subscribe button, uh, whatever app you're using, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're using it, you'll get that download immediately. That'll be on Monday, August 12th, 12 days before the college football season kicks off. Week zero, Arizona, Hawaii, Miami, Florida, college football predictions episode, High Motor Podcast, Monday, August 12th. Okay, I've been looking forward to this show all year, so let's jump in. Please welcome Seth Vanderteig of Mission College Football to the High Motor Podcast. Seth and his good friend Mike Fulton, if you haven't read about them, if you haven't followed them on Twitter, they are on a mission to see every single FBS team play. All 130 FBS teams play. And Seth, before we jump into our respective ultimate college football road trips here, we've talked a few times over the offseason about potential plans for you and Mike this season. I think you guys had mentioned going down to Athens, uh, Georgia, for that Texas A&M game. Any update on that or, or what other teams you're going to check off this season? Yeah, Andrew, thanks for having me on tonight. Uh, you know, I, that is definitely the plan to go to Athens this fall. You know, we haven't booked our flights yet, but uh, the schedule lines up nice. Texas A&M and Georgia are going to be a big game in late November. Uh, that's on a Saturday. A couple nights prior, NC State visiting Georgia Tech uh, in Atlanta. So hopefully we can do a Thursday night game at Georgia Tech get the College Football Hall of Fame on Friday, and then hopefully that Texas and Georgia game on Saturday. So uh, that's the plan, just not confirmed quite yet. Yeah, that's got to be one of the, I, uh, my last podcast when I had Sonny Dykes and Chase Kitty at the very beginning, I was talking about if you could pick three college football games this season, free tickets, free travel, don't have to worry about any of that stuff, don't have to worry about time, which three would you pick? And I thought my easy one was LSU-Texas, and that's part of my ultimate college football road trip. We'll get to that in a second. And the uh, other two I picked are Michigan-Ohio State up in Ann Arbor. I've never been to Ann Arbor. I think that game has the most uh, playoff implications week 14, that or the Iron Bowl. And that third one, I, I said it was either no. Notre Dame at Georgia or as Texas A&M at Georgia. And I started wondering, tickets can't be, have you started looking at tickets for that game? They got to be $250, $300 for that. Yeah, that's exactly what they are. You know, it's one of those things I, you keep looking at tickets now, you know, at some point you pull the trigger and buy them. But yeah, right now they're still in the two, probably 250 range for sure. All right, let's talk some road trips. So a couple of housekeeping items. Uh, Seth, you put together an Ultimate College Football Road Trip. I put together an Ultimate College Football Road Trip. It's one of my favorite podcasts every year. We'll publish both of these on Herosports.com once this is live. So a couple of housekeeping items. There are, I guess, two rules. So number one, you must drive. If you really want to go to Hawaii, fine, go to Hawaii. But you must drive, and you must be able to reach your next destination uh, within that projected driving time. Like, for example, I looked up Los Angeles to Clemson. It's a 34-hour drive. You're not making that drive in 15 hours you you can't do that if you have like 31 or 32 hours you want to give it a shot okay fine but if you do this exercise and i implore you and i'm sure seth will say the exact same thing i think i've done this five straight years it is the one of the most fun but one of the most difficult 
uh, challenging exercises that you can do. But you must drive for this. And then one other item is that we don't have all the game times yet. So I have a couple of notes on my trip saying, you know, for example, if this game is scheduled in prime time, we could add this game in the morning. Like right now, I don't have any doubleheader Saturdays. One reason being that it just didn't fit in my trip. Another reason being that we don't have all the kickoff times. I don't know what we have right now. We're recording this uh, the, the last week of July here. I don't know how many we have, maybe like half of them. And a lot of those times won't even be announced until the week before games. So, Seth, before we jump in here, let's do some numbers. I have 49 games starting on August 24th, ending on December 17th. And a reminder, this does not include bowl games. I have a conference championship game in this, but it does not include bowl games. So I have 49 games, and my trip is just over 37,000 miles in 115 days. I'm going to hit... 43 different cities, see 67 different teams. I'm going to see a lot of teams twice. I have Auburn and Houston on there four times apiece. Uh, several teams make three appearances. What do your numbers look like? Yeah, mine are, uh, I've got. I've also got 49 games. I'm waiting. I'm starting August 29th, so I delayed it a few days compared to yours. Uh, 49 games, though, over 108 days. I've got 79 different teams, including, uh, or in addition to two FCS teams, so 81 total, but 79 FBS teams. Uh, mine, I, I, I added another stipulation on mine. I did drive, I did the same rules as you, but I determined I never wanted to visit the same spot twice. Uh, so I'm in 49 different cities for my 49 different games. Uh, I see 13 teams twice, including South Alabama, who I'm planning on seeing three times in the ultimate road trip. Uh, but those 49 games, 79 teams, cover 25,215 miles once you add it all up. And it's kind of one of those funny things. A, a few weeks ago, I did the ultimate FCS road trip. We have a big FCS audience with, with our writers, Brian McLaughlin and Sam Herter. It's one of those things where you go into it not saying, like, I didn't go into this saying, I want to see Auburn four times. I want to see Houston four times. I think I have, like, App State three times. I have Toledo three times. You don't go into this saying you want to see those teams. But did you go into it saying that you did not want to go to the same city twice? Or is that something you got, like, halfway through and said, let's see if I can do this? Yeah, I think the second, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't plan on that when I started. I was planning on driving to every game. You start looking at schedules. You look at week one, you get to about week six and you realize, you know, I've already been here three times, kind of start over at week two. You go back to week eight, you, you rewind a little bit. And, you know, once I got to about week 10 or 11, I started looking at it. And I'm like, you know, I, I have not been to the same spot one or twice. So I think maybe I should, you know, try to continue that. And, and it just worked out, you know, it certainly wasn't the plan, but it kind of worked out and was kind of a fun side challenge for me there at the end. All right, let's jump in. So I said I have week zero. I am going to that Miami-Florida game uh, in Orlando. Where do you start your trip week one then? Yeah, I'm going to start uh, Thursday, August 29th out in Provo, Utah. I'm going to the Holy War with uh, Utah and BYU to kick things off uh, and go from there. So certainly excited to start things off with a rivalry game at an on-campus stadium. Absolutely. That feels like a bucket list type of game. I also start in Provo on Thursday, August 29th. That's, that's a big 2,300-mile trip uh, from Orlando. We have four full days to go. I go then uh, to Denver, Colorado State, uh, Colorado. I think this is a sentiment that you share as well. I despise the neutral site games. I would rather go to Purdue at Nevada that day. Um, I used to live in Denver. I've been to the Colorado State-Colorado game uh, at Mile High. It's fine. Um, the teams are kind of in the same position they were back when I went. I think I went in 20. 12 or 2013 or something like that. Just uh, two very uh, mediocre programs right now. I don't necessarily want to go to that game. 
I'd rather go to Purdue, Nevada, but but the problem there is, and we'll talk a little bit about this as you go, and again, I implore you, if you're listening, to do this because you end up going to games you don't necessarily want to in order to get to a game the next day. So, for example, uh, in week one here, I had to go to Denver instead of going out to Reno because I really want to be in Arlington, Texas on Saturday, August 31st for Oregon-Auburn. That's only 780 miles. I don't have the mileage in front of me for, for Reno to Arlington, but that is not a trip that you can make in that period of time. And then on Sunday, Houston at Oklahoma and Norman. And then Monday, Notre Dame at Louisville. That's the only game. Where do you go from Provo in the Holy War? Yeah, I'm kind of following the same path as you, going to Denver afterwards, making that 469-mile drive. Uh, It's one of the few neutral site games I have with Colorado State and Colorado. Uh, And then instead of heading down to Arlington, I'm actually heading over to Lincoln, Nebraska. South Alabama, I mentioned, I see them three times. Going to start that with week one. South Alabama at Nebraska is an 11 a.m. kickoff. Uh, and then a quick two-and-a-half-hour drive down south to see FCS Nichols at Kansas State, uh, see what life's like as a Wildcat after uh, Bill Snyder. Uh, and then I actually took Sunday off in terms of driving to Oklahoma and just uh, gave myself an extra travel day, went to Notre Dame at Louisville, uh, and ended in the same place as you. So it looks like we both started in Provo. Uh, both ended in Louisville uh, for that first week. And we'll get to where we go from Louisville in a second, but you had mentioned that you kind of got halfway through, I think you said like week 10 before you started saying, you know what, let's see if I can go to uh, and not repeat a different city. And I know that you, well, you've hit what, like 72 teams on your Mission College football trip, is that correct, or 73 somewhere in there? Yeah, 72 as of now, so still at 58 to go in, in real life. Uh, so uh, yeah, 72 teams we've seen. We've seen a lot of cool places. And uh, even though I'm not actually going to these places on this road trip, uh, it was certainly fun to plan and, and go to some unique places that we've never been before. So let me ask you, did you find, when I'm doing this, my goal is to just see as many good games and as many different places as possible. Yes, like some personal. For example, I've seen a game at Clemson, and we'll get to this. I end up skipping the, the Texas A&M at Clemson game in week two to go to Austin for that LSU-Texas game, like I had mentioned. So there is a little bit of personal in there. I would love to go to Clemson again, but because I've done that and because I've not gone to a Texas game, I put LSU Texas on here. When you're going to, for example, South Alabama, Nebraska, have you been in Nebraska? Is that like a bucket list trip? So how much personal, uh, what you actually want to do, did you put in this? I guess, what was your goal of this entire Ultimate College Football Road Trip? Maybe that's a simple question. Sure. You know, I, I changed it around a few different times. You know, that it'd be great in this in this Ultimate Road Trip to go to places I've never been or go back to the places that I really enjoyed. But I really didn't think about that when I was putting it together. It was more of a, a scheduling thing, a routing thing. How could I get from here to there? And Ultimately, how could I try and see the most football across the country and not get, you know, stuck in one region of the country for a few straight weeks? I wanted to bounce around. Um, I have been to Nebraska before. It's been, you know, 14 years or so since I've been there. So I've been there, but, you know, going back there would be great. I've been to Kansas State. I've been to Louisville. So those are repeat trips for me. But, you know, Provo, Utah would be a new one. We have a lot of other new ones on this ultimate road trip. So I, I didn't necessarily have a specific goal. Uh, it was kind of looking at a couple different things and trying to get to some of the stadiums I really enjoyed and also try to get to some that I've never been to and, um, you know, just kind of mix it up a little bit and try and see as as much of the country as possible while seeing some unique matchups and, and some historic places along the way as well. Week two, I had said I'm going to LSU at Texas. On that Friday night, Friday, September 6th, I really want to do Marshall-Boise. I, I, don't, I think it'll be a good game. I think Boise will be heavily favored, but that feels like a novelty game. That's the same reason why I'm going to LSU-Texas over Texas A&M-Clemson. Yes, A&M-Clemson feels like a novelty game, but LSU-Texas just doesn't feel like a type of game that we usually get. I want to do Marshall-Boise, but I can't make that drive to Austin uh, in time. Where do you go in week two after you leave Louisville? 
I'm heading from Louisville over to uh, Scott Stadium in Virginia. Uh, the second FCS team that we're going to see is William and Mary at Virginia on Friday night. And then on Saturday morning, uh, Old Dominion visits Virginia Tech. You know, Old Dominion's the team that knocked off Virginia Tech last year uh, as a first ever win over a Power 5 team. Uh, I think they went in and beat them with a backup quarterback, so I'd like to get back there. You know, in real life, we've had a lot of people from Virginia Tech reach out to us on Twitter. It's one of the most uh, requested places that I think we get invited to. So uh, trying to make the Hokie fans happy, make it to Lane Stadium. That's an 11 a.m. kickoff. Uh, and then one of three Saturdays that I have that I'm trying to hit two games, that's an 11 a.m. kickoff and then heading down to see uh, Miami at North Carolina, uh, you know, about a three-hour drive. That's a 7 o'clock kickoff at North Carolina that night. You know, I was going to ask you about Blacksburg because I, on your Twitter account, I think I have seen that before. You have a lot of Virginia Tech fans in there. I've been to Blacksburg. I've never been to a game there. I, I love the city. So, yeah, I was going to see if you had actually ever been there yet um, or if that was on your plan. So, week three, I'm in Austin, and I have uh, just a short little drive. I have, what, five days to make this drive down to Washington State and Houston. So that's Mike Leach, Dana Holgerson in Houston, Friday, September 13th. And then I'm going up to your, uh, up to your home state, Iowa at Iowa State. State in Ames. I think that the the best game of that weekend is probably as a headliner game is probably Clemson Syracuse. I don't want to go to the Carrier Dome. I have absolutely zero interest in going to the Carrier Dome. I'd much rather be in Ames for Iowa at Iowa State on Saturday, September fourteenth. Are you in Ames for that game? You know, ironically enough, I'm not. I'm a I'm a two time Iowa State graduate. I've been to several Cyhawk games over the years and been to Iowa many times and spent most of my life at Iowa State growing up and. Uh, Week three, I did a little things different. You know, you're going to my alma mater at Iowa State. I decided to make you happy and check Kansas off the list. So I'm heading from North Carolina up to Boston. I'm going to see Kansas at Boston College on Friday night and then making the drive over. You may hate the Carrier Dome, but I'm going to check out Clemson at Syracuse. It was a really good game last year down at Clemson. And I want to see what, Clemson, what Clemson's got when they make the return trip up to Syracuse. So Kansas-Boston College and then Clemson-Syracuse uh, while you're enjoying the Cyhawk uh, game in my home state. So I saw you and Mike down in Lawrence. Uh, they played Central Michigan. That was that was 2017, right, when we ran into you guys down there? Yep, that's right. So you didn't get turned off. They So for those of you that don't watch every single Kansas football game, and I cannot imagine there are very many of you, for those of you who did not watch that game, KU got slaughtered in front of maybe 175 fans. So I'm curious if you just weren't turned off enough by Kansas football that you want to go see them play football again, obviously. You know, Andrew, I've seen Kansas play many times in my life. I've actually seen them win football games before. I've seen lose football games. Uh, I think that's more of a credit to Central Michigan, though. I, I've seen Central Michigan go into Lawrence and knock off Kansas. I was in Kinnick Stadium in 2012 when, when Central Michigan came back from, I think, you know, nine down in the final 45 seconds to beat Iowa with, with two crazy onside kicks in the last minute. So uh, I think it's credit to Central Michigan. But you know, certainly not turned off by your Jayhawks and, and hope they can improve here in the next couple of years. I appreciate the optimism. So week four, uh, there are Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night games in week four. I'm skipping Friday night. Uh, I'm going to pass on Utah-USC. Like, for example, if you were to go to that game, then you're, like we said before, you're kind of restricted what you can do on Saturday. So if you were going to Utah-USC on Friday night, you're in L.A. on Friday night, you're restricted to games like Washington at BYU, Oregon, Stanford. There's nothing wrong with that. But on Saturday, I really want to be in Athens, Georgia. I want to go to Notre Dame at Georgia. So instead of doing a Friday night game, I'm going to go to New Orleans and see Houston at Tulane on Thursday, September 19th. Take Friday off. Very modest drive. I have 541 miles to Athens. You have a day and a half to make that drive. Get into Athens uh, even 
late, uh, probably late on Friday night and spent all day Saturday in Athens for Notre Dame, Georgia. Did you go three games in week four or did you skip either Thursday or Friday? You know, like you, you skipped Friday. I skipped uh, Thursday. So this is the longest trip I make all year. I'm going from the Carrier Dome in Syracuse, New York, and I'm driving all the way out to Boise, Idaho. Uh, so we're looking at quite a bit of a drive. It's 2,300 miles. miles. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So 35 driving hours to get all the way out there to Boise. Uh, but Friday night, Air Force is at Boise State. Uh, this is a game that Mike and I went to last year at Air Force. It was Boise State's first ever win at Falcon Stadium. So uh, making the return trip this year, see what life's like uh, as Air Force heads up to Boise. That's Friday night. And then we're making a long overnight drive to see Oregon at Stanford on Saturday. So uh, I'm completely out in the West Coast while you're down in the Southeast. Week five, I do have three games this week. Back to three, I had two in, in three straight weeks. I only had two games in week two, two games in week three, and then two games uh, in week four. Now I have three games for for the next several weeks. Uh, it starts with Navy at Memphis. Uh, that's only a 460-mile drive from Athens, so you have quite a few days uh, to get over there, watch some NFL action in Athens, and then head over there. And then Friday, I am going to Blacksburg. You had mentioned earlier Old Dominion at Virginia Tech. I'm going to go to Duke at Virginia Tech in Blacksburg Friday, September 27th prime time and then Saturday is when I'm going to Lincoln make the 1100 mile drive uh, for that I am praying for a night game I don't think that would work if it was an early game so I'm praying for a night game to get over and do Ohio State at Nebraska in Lincoln 1100 miles from Blacksburg that's on Saturday September 28th where are you going for week five you know week five I'm you know I was already in the Stanford area I, I drive all of 42 miles over the course of the next few days to Arizona State at Cal I've seen Cal play before. I've never seen him play at their home stadium. I'm excited about getting out there. They got the fault line that runs right through the stadium. So I want to see what that's about. Arizona State at Cal on Friday night, and then a long overnight drive to see Washington State at Utah. Uh, I've heard Rice-Eccles Stadium is an amazing place to see a football game. Already went to the Holy War to start the season, but it was not at Utah. So I'm going to check out Utah and Rice-Eccles Stadium on Saturday, September 28th. When you said you had a short drive from Stanford, I thought for a second you said you were going to go see San Jose State play football. Please, Seth, please tell me you are not going to, with all due respect to San Jose State, nothing personal, but please tell me you're not going to San Jose State on this road trip. I am not going to San Jose State on this road trip. So make it to Cal, make it to Stanford, do not make it to San Jose State. Although I have seen San Jose State, and it was a great game to, to see them. They, they traveled to Ames, Iowa, so... That one is low-hanging fruit for us to check off the list here a few years ago in real life. You know, I don't have my own list, but I think I did see him as well. They played up at Minnesota probably five or six years ago. That's back when David Fales was quarterback, and San Jose State actually wasn't a terrible program. Let's get rolling here. Week six, another three games in week six. I'm actually going to make the long drive from Lincoln down to Greenville uh, for East Carolina. Temple at East Carolina. I know a couple guys down uh, there in Greenville. A great atmosphere. I know that EC has struggled a ton, but it's still one of the most underrated atmospheres in college football. So Temple at East Carolina. See a couple first-year head coaches, Rock. Carry uh, Mike Houston down there in Greenville. Uh, pretty modest drive up to Cincinnati for UCF at Cincinnati. I think that's going to be one of the premier college football games of the season. We'll see if Luke Fickle uh, can make, take another step forward with Cincinnati. And then down to Gainesville, Florida. Auburn at Florida, one of the premier college football games again that day. Uh, there are some other interesting picks that day. If you were to stay on the West Coast, you could do Washington-Stanford. Could go up to Knoxville uh, for Georgia at Tennessee. You could also do like a Utah State LSU. No, that's not going to turn a whole lot of heads, but with Jordan Love, uh, David Woodward, uh, Utah State, uh, Gary Anderson back there, I think that could be an interesting game down there in Baton Rouge. But I decided to go to Gainesville, Auburn at Florida. Are you going to that game as well in week six? 
You know, I'm not, but I'm curious to know how many miles it is. Is that 14, 15-hour drive there from Nippert down to down to Florida? 792 miles. So what is that, 12, 12 okay. hours, 13 hours maybe? Okay. You got a little job. So, no, I'm heading uh, – I'll see you on, on Thursday night, Temple at ECU. I'm excited about that one. Uh, you know, we'll be at that same game. I don't think we've been on this road trip to the same game since Louisville in week one. So I'll be excited to cross paths with you there. We can then road trip up to Nippert Stadium in Cincinnati. Uh, it's a place that I've been before. I think Cincinnati and Nippert Stadium is probably the most underrated stadium that, that Mike and I have ever been to. That UCF at Cincinnati game is certainly going to be a good one. Uh, and then on Saturday, though, we make the short trip up to Iowa at Michigan in the big house. Uh, we've been to Michigan before. We've seen the big house. Iowa certainly, you know, our home state, it's about 20 miles from their stadium, about 20 miles from where I live here. So we'll check the home state Hawkeyes off the list. Uh, that's an 11 a.m. kick. So then what we're doing, we're making a three-and-a-half-hour drive down to Michigan State at Ohio State later that night. So it'll be one of the, the three uh, doubleheader Saturdays that we have, um, you know, first at Michigan and then Michigan State at Ohio State. I want to get you salivating here. Seth, tell me again the parking situation at Michigan and how impressed that you guys were. Give us that picture again. I know you've told me before, but you were pretty fired up about the parking situation in Ann Arbor. I was. You know, we went there a few years ago. We saw uh, Jim Harbaugh's first win at Michigan, and, you know, there's 108,000 fans in the stadium, and I think we made it out of Ann Arbor, Michigan, cruising back down the interstate on our way to Oregon at Michigan State. And I think from the time, you know, we left the stadium to the time on the interstate was 20, 25 minutes maybe in terms of walking to our car and getting out of there. So, Michigan's parking and exit strategy is fantastic. You know, I thought this was one of those few games. You know, I got an 11 a.m. kickoff, at least 11 a.m. Central Time in Michigan, a 6.30 p.m. kickoff at Ohio State. It's a three-hour and 23-minute drive. This is probably the closest call that I have in all of the, uh, you know, ultimate road trip stuff here. But I figured if nothing else, I know I can get out of Michigan quickly if I have to just ditch the car outside of Ohio Stadium and, and let somebody tow it. Uh, this is the closest call I'll have. I'll gladly let somebody tow it and figure it out on, on uh, the next day. So, yeah, Michigan's parking, fantastic. Getting out of Michigan Stadium, fantastic. So, All right, Week 7. I have three more games in Week 7, three more in Week 8, three more in Week 9. But let's do Week 7 quickly here. I have App State at Louisiana in Lafayette. I want to go down and get some of those cheap concessions. If you haven't been, been paying attention to the Louisiana concession situation, if you haven't been monitoring it, they lowered their prices big time. They're selling like 3 and $4 beers down there. They have like $1 popcorn. So I'm going to go to Lafayette and make the 647-mile drive from Gainesville to Lafayette, uh, back up to, to Raleigh the next day for Syracuse NC State, and then go into the Cotton Bowl, Oklahoma versus Texas in Dallas. I would love to do Alabama at A&M. College Station will be absolutely on fire for that game, but I feel like Oklahoma-Texas will be a better game. That's in Dallas. That's 1,200 miles. Uh, I have about a day and a half to make that trip. And I'm just going to hop into week eight, and then you can do yours here. I got UCLA at Stanford. That's a big drive from Dallas. And then UNLV at Fresno State. Short one there. And then Oregon at Washington. So I'm going an all-West Coast week. And, And the reason I wanted to jump into that week quickly here, because if you do this exercise at home, and Seth, I'm sure you figured this out, it's really, really hard to hit the West Coast, especially when you're on the East Coast. That's why once I, when I was in Dallas, I saw an opportunity to head West and catch those games. It is so far, it's hard to get to the West Coast without driving 12, 15, 1800 miles and not catching a game. Did you have a hard time getting to the West Coast? Did you have to make a conscious effort to go out there? Or did you find yourself naturally going out there without having to make that much of an effort? No, it's certainly tough. I mean, you're looking at the population of teams, you know, everything is almost east of the Mississippi, you know, the, the collection, once you get past that line of, 
you know, Nebraska, K-State, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, TCU, Baylor, Texas, you know, it's, it's sparse once you get west of that. So, you know, certainly in this exercise, the ultimate football road trip, trying to get to the West Coast is not as easy as it sounds. You know, everybody says, you know, I think it was last year you had two Pac-12 teams in your ultimate college football road trip. And, you know, so I, part of me thought, you know, I just need to make an effort to get out there. Uh, you know, I think I have seven Pac-12 teams on my list. I have three Mountain West teams on my list. So it's not easy to do, uh, you know, at all. But at the same time, I did try to put that as a slight priority. Uh, jumping back to week seven, you know, you had App State at Louisiana with cheap concessions. I'm joining you at that game. I, I think it's easy. It's also cheap to get into. Uh, tickets right now on StubHub for that one are $32. So not too bad of a price to get in. Uh, you travel a different direction. Uh, meanwhile, that's on a Wednesday. On Thursday, October 10th, I go University of Louisiana Monroe at Texas State. Uh, Bobcat Stadium seems like a fun place for the for the group of five teams. I'd like to see that. We take Friday, October 11th off. You talked about some great games on Saturday, October 12th. The one that I think you're forgetting is Florida at LSU. Tiger Stadium, you know, that, that kickoff time has not been announced. I can only imagine it's going to be a night game. A night game at Tiger Stadium, certainly something on the bucket list, both in the ultimate football road trip as well as real life. So, Florida LSU is my signature game there for week seven. Uh, jumping into week eight, I bounce down to uh, Troy, Alabama. South Alabama is at Troy. That's the second time I've seen South Alabama in this road trip. Uh, then I go from Troy over to Arkansas State, Louisiana at Arkansas State on Thursday. Friday, I drive up to Chicago, uh, Evanston area, Ohio State at Northwestern on Friday, October 18th. Then I make a 589-mile drive. Uh, over to Penn State, Beaver Stadium. It's Michigan at Penn State. It's the whiteout game from Penn State this year. I think it's certainly going to be a big one. You know, Michigan's got some high expectations. Penn State, State is still flirting with the top 15 there. Uh, Penn State, ironically enough, has a losing record in their whiteout games. But, uh, you know, if they can win this one, they'd even it up at 500. So excited about Week 7 and Week 8, specifically Florida at LSU in Week 7 and Michigan, Penn State in Week 8. Yeah, you mentioned Troy, and I've developed a bit of an affinity for, for Troy and the Trojans over the years. I don't particularly know why, but that was actually a place that I really wanted to go to. Um, I was able to get them in later. I have App State at Troy. Uh, spoiler, Week 14. That should be a great one for the Sun Belt. Um, but yeah, I did skip South Alabama, Troy. Um, I think that just going out to the West Coast made a little bit more sense. And then uh, Fresno State. I don't know how great of a game that is, but I think there will be a lot of storylines there if Fresno State is still rolling. Uh, you know, how, how big of a league can they get in the Mountain West? And then was Tony Sanchez looking like at UNLV? I don't think his his seat is all that hot. I like him as a fit there, um, but I'm curious if UNLV stumbles early. Is this that type of game where if he wins it, he secures some job security? Let's go to Week 9, another three games in Week 9, back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. After doing uh, Oregon at Washington, Seattle, making a 2,300-mile trip, I believe that's my longest trip. Uh, Orlando to Provo was 2,319, and then Seattle to Houston, 2,279. So I'm going from Oregon at Washington in Seattle down to Houston, I just talked to Sonny Dykes on the High Motor Podcast last week. His Mustangs go to Houston, uh, play an interesting American game there, and then up to Boulder for USC Colorado. I, I have that on my ultimate college ball road trip. I might skip it 
It's on there right now, but I might skip it because I want to get to Ann Arbor early on Saturday for Notre Dame at Michigan. If I were to go to Boulder, it's a 1,200-mile trip to Ann Arbor, and somebody who's been to Ann Arbor, you can speak to that's a type of place that you want to be for that entire day. I don't know what time kickoff is going to be. It probably would be in prime time. I could easily make the 1,200-mile drive from Boulder to Ann Arbor, but I might skip that one just to get there early. Where are you going in Week 9? You know, week nine, I'm going to join you in Houston, uh, and then I'm taking Friday off, heading up to College Station, uh, Texas. You know, going to see Mississippi State, Texas A&M on Saturday, so certainly wanted to leave Friday night for midnight yell practice and everything else that Texas A&M has to offer. You know, earlier in the podcast, I talked, I have 25,000 miles. I said, I think you said yours was 37,000 or something like that. It's easy to see why when you're traveling from Seattle to Houston to Boulder to Ann Arbor uh, in a span of about five days. So I think that's where uh, that's where yours is about 12,000 miles uh, longer than mine. Yep, that alone, uh, the 2279 to Houston, uh, 1056 to Boulder, and then 1243 to Ann Arbor, that alone is uh, just shy of 4,600 miles. Uh, you're doing that in seven days, a back-to-back-to-back, at least 1,200-mile trips, uh, three straight days. You could also... I. This is what kind of sucks about this. I have a lot of games that I'm a little bit pissed that I miss. For example, on Saturday, October 26th, I'm not pissed that I'm going to be in Ann Arbor, but you're also missing Washington State at Oregon. You're missing Auburn at LSU, even Wisconsin at Ohio State. So you do this, and yeah, you catch some of the most premier games and the premier spots in college football, but then you also miss a lot of games where it hurts. I have 49 games on here. You have 49 games on yours. Like I said, I'm going 37,000 miles. You're going 25,000 miles, but you end up missing, you get greedy. You end up missing a lot of games that you would love uh, seeing. I mentioned I had App State three times. I have them in Week 10, uh, starting on Thursday. Uh, it's Halloween, October 31st. Georgia Southern, really love what Chad Lunsford's doing at, at Georgia Southern, getting them back to that triple option. Uh, Roots, have them in Boone uh, on Thursday. That's Halloween. That means I'm passing on West Virginia Baylor. I just think Boone in, in late October, Georgia Southern in town, even uh, even with Scott Satterfield gone, I think that's a premier game that you can't miss. And then Saturday, going down to Jacksonville, I despise neutral site games, so I'm guessing you're probably not there with me. But I have Florida, Georgia. The thing that sucks there is you're passing on Virginia Tech, Notre Dame. You're passing on uh, Auburn Air Force, excuse me, Army Air Force, and then Utah at Washington. I, I'm guessing that you're not going to be in Jacksonville with me on Saturday, November 2nd. You are correct. I'm not. So Halloween, I'm actually heading down to McLean Stadium in Waco. Going to check on West Virginia and Baylor, also taking Friday off. And then TCU at Oklahoma State at uh, Boone Pickens Stadium on Saturday. So I think Week 10 is probably the week that, you know, if I was least excited about a week, not, no offense to, to Baylor or Oklahoma State, but, you know, I, I'm grown up an Iowa State fan. I've seen every team in the Big 12, you know, several times. So West Virginia, Baylor Thursday, TCU, Oklahoma State on Saturday. Uh, probably the the week that I'm least looking forward to in the ultimate college football road trip. And this brings us to something that we've talked about starting week 11. I know that you and Mike have talked about doing a maxion trip where you guys head out like a Friday night and you do back-to-back-to-back games or two straight games, three straight games, or whatever. Maxion starts week 11. I have two straight weeks of five games. And this will be kind of a lot to follow here, but I want to go through it because Maction is spectacular. Starting on Tuesday, going to Toledo. That's my one of three times I'm going to see Toledo. I think Toledo's going to smash Kent State, but I have Toledo on Tuesday, Athens, Ohio on Wednesday. That's Miami, Ohio at Ohio, and then going down to Tampa uh, for Temple at UCF, uh, USF on Thursday, November 7th, UCF at Tulsa. 
I don't think that's going to be a great game, uh, but the, it gives you a little bit of flexibility there. So by going to Tulsa on Friday, November 8th, I can get to either Tuscaloosa and 630 miles for LSU at Alabama on Saturday, November 9th, or I could, or I could go to uh, Norman for Iowa State at Oklahoma. I already go to Norman, but I, I'm... It feels like the type of week where I would flip the coin depending on what was going on that week. And I know that kind of the point of this is not to call audibles, but right now I have LSU at Alabama. How did, I assume you're going to start Max in week 11, aren't you? You bet you it's Mac member here November 5th on Tuesday. I'm actually going to Ball State at Western Michigan up at Waldo Stadium. I'll join you on Wednesday at Miami of Ohio at Ohio. Take the same drive as you do uh, for Friday, November 8th, Central Florida at Tulsa. And then I have not yet hit Iowa State on the Ultimate College Football Road Trip. Mentioned I'm an Iowa State graduate, so I felt like I had to beat Iowa State, Oklahoma. Uh, Iowa State knocked off Oklahoma uh, in Memorial Stadium two seasons ago. So this is revenge for Oklahoma trying to get back at Iowa State. And at this point in the season, hopefully my Cyclones are contending for a Big 12 title and uh, could be a pretty big game to go to. Well, that was my next question for you, but you kind of answered it. What's the optimism there? Are you buying the Iowa State Big 12 title optimism? You know, I grew up an Iowa State fan my whole life, and I've, I've come pretty close. You know, I, I watched Iowa State lose to Missouri in overtime and I think, 2004 that would have won the Big 12 North. The next year I went down to your home stomping grounds in Lawrence, and, you know, I watched them blow a huge lead at Kansas and, and watched them lose in overtime and, and, again, lose the North. So life as an Iowa State fan is like building your, your, your hopes and dreams and then ripping your heart out at the last minute. So, you know, I don't know that there's anything that I'm, you know, expecting from Iowa State this year. You know, I think it's certainly a program that's on the rise. I really like what Matt Campbell's doing there. You know, the last couple of years have been great. Iowa State, you know, as I've traveled the country, I've seen 72 teams. I've been all over the place seeing college football teams. Growing up near Ames, Iowa, near Central Iowa, you know, Iowa State was always that local team, and I never really thought outside of that. But as I've traveled the country and seen all these other schools, I think Iowa State probably has one of the more passionate fan bases in the entire country. Um, I think that Iowa State's fans are second to none. Um, you know, there's a lot of good things going on at Iowa State. You know, it's certainly a great place to go to school. It's a great place for recruits. So, you know, is this the year that Iowa State can break through and, and make it to a Big 12 title? I don't know. You know, maybe it, maybe this is the year. Maybe they're a year or two away. But, you know, I, I certainly like the things that are going on in Ames, Iowa right now as an Iowa State grad. Let me poke at your heart for a second. If I had to say you have to bet your life on it, Matt Campbell will be Iowa State head coach in let's say two and a half years over or under will he be there another two and a half years including this year you know the optimi- the optimistic side of me says yeah why not you know bill snyder did it at kansas state why can't you know matt campbell do it at iowa state you know it's a place that like i said has some of the most passionate fans i think in the country they have the third largest stadium in the big 12 you know they've got a lot of renovations they've got a great athletic director you know we may not have the tradition of some of the bigger schools but at the same time it's still a great place and uh, why can't he build it at, at Iowa State? But I'm also realistic, and, and you know, as a college football fan, I'm, I understand how coaches take different jobs. To get specific to your question, you know, two and a half is probably the right number in terms of an over/under. I'd have to say he's probably not the coach at Iowa State in two and a half years, but you know, at the same time, you know, you never know. We'll see. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I and mean, we'll basically have the Matt Campbell watch. Like if Clay Helton gets fired after the season, and it's going to be the Matt Campbell watch probably at USC, and I'm sure we'll have it almost every single season until it gets to like a Bill Snyder point where he, he clearly is not leaving. All right, let's keep rolling here uh, into week uh, 12 and week 13. Some more action uh, starting on Tuesday, November 12th. I'm going to pass. I would like to go to Akron. I'm going to pass on Eastern Michigan Akron. I want the better game. I'm going to go back to Athens, Ohio. Another thing where I didn't go into this road trip saying I want to go to Athens, Ohio. 
Ohio twice. I'm not mad about it, but I'm going to go to Athens in back-to-back weeks, uh, Western Michigan at Ohio. And, and a lot of the, the great things about Maction, these are all modest drives. So starting for like, Toledo to Athens uh, in week 11, only 215 miles there. And then this week, uh, going from Athens down to Toledo, I have Toledo again, Northern Illinois at Toledo, Wednesday, November 13th. I only have 217 miles there. And then you're right in kind of a sweet spot where I only have 230 miles to go up to Pittsburgh for North Carolina at Pittsburgh. So I have five games this week, uh, starting in Athens, Ohio, then go to Toledo, Pittsburgh, and then Louisiana Tech at Marshall in Huntington. Herb, that's a great place to watch a college football game. That's Friday, November 15th. And then on Saturday, I am going to go down to Auburn, do Georgia at Auburn. I would think that's going to be a a big game in both divisions, either setting up a a potentially uh, West-clinching divisional game in the Iron Bowl, uh, Auburn, Alabama, and then also Georgia in the East. Maybe they could be in a position to clinch the East that game. Do you also have five games in Week 12? Yeah, absolutely. With Maxion, it's easy to get five games in a week. So, you know, you, you passed on Akron on Tuesday night. I'm going to do Eastern Michigan at Akron. Uh, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we follow the same schedule. Northern Illinois at Toledo, North Carolina at Pitt, Louisiana Tech at Marshall. Saturday is where we differ a little bit. You know, we talked earlier in the podcast of I did not want to hit the same place twice. I wasn't necessarily planning on that till about week 10. But at this point in time, you know, I, I already have a trip planned at some point to Auburn. I had not yet been to Death Valley and, and seen Clemson and Howard's Rock and that whole deal. So Wake Forest at Clemson is going to be my Saturday, November 16th game. Certainly doesn't have the same, you know, draw as your Georgia, Auburn, you know, deep South's oldest rivalry, uh, you know, everything like that. But decided I hadn't yet been to Clemson. This was my chance to get there. Yeah, maybe Wake Forest was surprised a little bit this year. I know a lot of people are high on them. I haven't dug into them as much this year, but you know there is a little bit of optimism uh, with Wake Forest. I thought maybe you would go down to Starkville. I'm not sure if you have Starkville later on, and we'll get to that in week, uh, what is that, week 14 with the Egg Bowl. So a spoiler there, I do go to the Egg Bowl in Starkville on Thursday, November 29th in week 14, but I did consider doing that, um, and this is kind of a spot where you could also pull an audible. You know, Mississippi State is playing extremely well, and that's a game that could be for the West Division and give either Alabama Mississippi State a leg up. I think that could be a huge one in Starkville on Saturday, November 16th. There's a few weeks left here. Uh, some more Maction Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, I got Eastern Michigan, Northern Illinois, and then Toledo at Buffalo. I'm seeing Toledo again, seeing Northern Illinois again, but I finally get to those two cities and then going down to Atlanta. NC State at Georgia Tech. It means you have to pass. I would like to go to uh, CSU at Wyoming on Friday night, but you can't do that geographically from where I want to be on Thursday and Friday. So I'm going to go to NC State at Georgia Tech in Atlanta on Thursday, November 21st. Excuse me. Take off Friday. Uh, Pretty short drive, 567 miles up to Columbus. Penn State, Ohio State. Do you have four games in week 13 or did you get five that week? You know, I got five at this point, but again, this is one of those weeks that kind of depends on kickoff times. A uh, little bit different than you. I stayed in the MAC. I've got Ohio at Bowling Green on Tuesday. I've got Akron at Miami of Ohio on Wednesday. Thursday, attending the same game as you, NC State at Georgia Tech, Bobby Dodd Stadium, oldest college football stadium in the country. Uh, and then I'm going to stay in Atlanta, check out the College Football Hall of Fame on that Friday. You know, much like you, you wanted to go to the border war out there in, in Wyoming. The border war, we went to Wyoming at Colorado State this past year. So, uh, you know, we're going to watch that one on a sports bar somewhere in Atlanta. Sticking around, Saturday's a big one. It's our last doubleheader. If the schedule works out right, where, where South Alabama is at Georgia State, 
If it's an early kick, we're going to try and do that one and then make our way to Athens for Texas A&M at Georgia, just like we are in real life. Uh, if not, we're certainly going to go to Texas A&M at Georgia. We're going to pass in the South Alabama at Georgia State game. So, uh, you know, hopefully five games, depending on the uh, kick times on Saturday, may only end up being four in week 13. Yeah, I, str- I struggle with a lot of weeks, but I struggle with this week, this specific day the most. This is when I was uh, basically in tears deciding between Penn State at Ohio State in Columbus or Texas A&M at Georgia. And, and this, this sneaky kind of one there is Boise State at Utah State. I know that Logan is hard to get to, and, and you're not going to get there from, uh, I guess, you. I don't even know what the mileage. I'd have to look it up from Atlanta out to Logan. I'm not saying I would pick that game, but I think that's a game that a lot of West Coast fans, a lot of a Mountain West fans might pick over some of the, one of these premier Big Ten or SEC games. But yeah, this was the day that I struggled with the most, going between Penn State, Ohio State, uh, Texas A&M at Georgia. I already visit Athens, like I said, for Notre Dame at Georgia, so I opted to go up to Columbus and hope that Penn State's in contention for a great game in Columbus. All right, wrapping up, this is a final regular, I guess we have Army-Navy Week 16, but this is really the final uh, regular season week, a little bit more match, and I have Ohio at Akron, finally getting to Akron on Tuesday, November 26th. I don't believe there are any games on Wednesday, but I have to double-check the schedule. I have skipped Wednesday Going to Thursday, like I said, the Egg Bowl in Starkville on Thanksgiving. And then I finally get to Troy. I had mentioned that earlier, App State at Troy. And then finally I close with Alabama at Auburn, the Iron Bowl. Uh, As you know, that, that day is absolutely littered with fantastic games. If the Iron Bowl doesn't mean a whole lot, you know what, call an audible, break the rules uh, that day before. You can go to Clemson, South Carolina. We have Notre Dame, Stanford. You have the Civil War. I know that you and Mike kind of did the split Civil War, like you had said earlier, uh, up in Michigan. But you have that game. You have even like a UAB, North Carolina, or excuse me, UAB, North Texas. You have Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, uh, Florida State, uh, Florida. I mean, I could go on and on. That, That day is absolutely littered with games. Where do you spend your final regular season week? Yeah, just like you, I'm going to the Egg Bowl. Uh, on, on, you know, that Friday, or I'm sorry, Thursday, I did opt to skip Maction that week. I could have driven up to uh, Northern Illinois and DeKalb. I've been there before. I've seen Western Michigan and Northern Illinois already in the ultimate football road trip. So I opted to skip Tuesday, go to the Egg Bowl in Mississippi on Thursday. Friday, I'm driving up to War Memorial Stadium in Little Rock. Uh, not technically a, a neutral site game with, with uh, a game being there for Arkansas, but Missouri at Arkansas. And then Saturday ended it just like you, Alabama, Auburn. So many good games on that Saturday. You mentioned a bunch. The Apple Cup up in Washington would be another one. Uh, kind of an under-the-radar one in Conference USA. Was really looking forward to Middle Tennessee State at Western Kentucky, but certainly can't pass in the Iron Bowl for that. So ended in the same place as you on, on Saturday, November 30th, Alabama at Auburn in the Iron Bowl. So what would you pick for conference champion? Did you also, first of all, did you also have Army-Navy? I assume you did Saturday, December 17th. I've never done Army-Navy. I'm not, I don't think you've done Army-Navy before, but did you have that game in Philadelphia uh, week 16, December 17th? Absolutely. Um, you know, so heading there for Army-Navy. You know, conference championship Saturday, it's tricky because you don't know the teams. You know, on this and what I penciled in, I penciled in the MAC championship up in Detroit at 11 a.m., penciled in the Big Ten championship later that night at 7 o'clock. That's going to be another one of those. It's a little close, about a four-hour and 16-minute drive. Uh, so at this point, I have the MAC championship, the Big Ten championship. But, you know, again, if I'm going to pull an audible, this is probably the week to do it. You know, whether it's a home stadium in Conference USA or some other great matchup of teams I haven't seen yet or maybe it's a, just a destination or a matchup I'd really like to see. Uh, but for now, I've got the MAC and the Big Ten championships. Yeah, and it, I mean, it's really like any other week where you can't go wrong. I mean, I 
if you're picking between Alabama, Auburn, and Clemson, South Carolina, obviously the Iron Bowl is the big one there. But if you want to go to Columbia instead for the for the huge Palmetto Showdown, fine, do that. Same deal here with conference championship game. I have SEC championship penciled in just doing one game that day. Uh, not going to try to do MAC Big Ten. Uh, but again, the same thing. If you if you think that the, the Big Ten championship game in Indianapolis, Big 12 in Arlington, whatever you think is going to impact the playoff, uh, whatever's on the bucket list. One thing I want to ask you here, uh, what's I don't know if you looked at this too hard, but are there any stadiums where you were actually upset that you did not hit, where you go back and look and say, you know, damn, I didn't get to Eugene or I didn't get to you know Corvallis, Seattle, Pullman, whatever. Was there any stadium where you were actually upset that you did not hit? You know, a couple of the places I really wanted to get to, I just couldn't figure out a way with the routing. You know, I would have loved to get up to Seattle to see a game at Washington. I would have loved to get down to see the Rose Bowl. I would have loved to see the Coliseum. Could not get to either one of those. Uh, I did not make it to the state of Florida at all in my ultimate college football road trip. I, I It would be great to get to Gainesville. It would be great to get to Tallahassee. It would be great to get to Miami. Just couldn't seem to make that happen either. Um, you know, there's certainly stadiums I didn't get to, but, you know, those are probably the, the ones that come to the top of the list for sure. And I know we could do this all day. We could probably do it all week. We could have an entire uh, podcast devoted to, to fictional college football road trips. But we'll call it here today. If you're not following Mission College Football on Twitter, add them to your follow list at Mission CFB. Hey, uh, Seth, thanks for chatting today. You know, you seem like the perfect guy for the ultimate college football road trip i enjoyed myself i hope you enjoyed yourself and we'll have to do it again next year yeah absolutely thanks for the opportunity